What is up, guys? This is Elijah and Ben with the Adaptive Citizens podcast. This is our second attempt to uh, film something for you guys, or film something, record something for you guys <laughs> to where it's not just a bunch of rambling about a bunch of random things. Um, so we're going to go over a few things about why we do the podcast, um, why it's important to each of us, and kind of a little bit about our background and who we are in our personal life and uh, what we do for business. And yeah, you guys can learn a little bit about who we are. So Ben? Well, I just, okay. So start with why the podcast is important to you. So I was interested in doing a podcast um, because an idea of a podcast, I can still hear it. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, The idea of doing a podcast uh, when I was working at Acura Outdoors, like we actually bought all of the equipment, got everything set up, and um, my buddy or friend at the time, I mean, he still is. It just we were just so busy. Um, we just never had time to sit down and do a podcast. And I always thought it was there's a lot of conversations that we will have. There's some conversations I'll be in the room of, and I'm like, man, people need to hear this. People need to hear whatever our perspectives are or they need to hear from this person that has so much knowledge and so right. i know there are a lot of people who like my perspective because i try to kind of humble them and i don't try to be mean but i kind of try to give perspective or but you're also humble at the same time i i really try to be i used to not be when i was younger so i kind of well i used to think i thought you were a dick the first time we met yeah but that was because I had I, I had an ego. We both had an ego when we first met. I honestly do. Yeah, I was very I'm and you've seen this. I'm very apprehensive of people. So like even yeah. at your range days when I'm there, I'm very quiet and I have like a little group of people. You're so I talk lame. To, but I talk to the people I know. Yeah, I know. And that's it. Yeah. So you're right. I I liked the idea that we you know so I like having control and trying something new. Yeah. And this was kind of like, oh, I've never, I've never really put myself that much in the spotlight other than when I was working at Acro Outdoors. That was the most that I've been. Yeah. So. That's where we met too. That's, yeah. that's when, I, well, I met you while you were still working there. Yeah. And it was, and it was just before I really started getting into holsters. Which you were dabbling in it. You were yeah, doing it, but was it wasn't like a, like a passion. It wasn't a job. No, it, wasn't. it was purely like, I'm going to see if I can do this. Right. Um. So that's kind of where I thought, I'm like, yeah, I think it'd be cool. Um, Even right now, I think it's really, really crucial for me to do something different just because of how busy we are. Yeah. And it was kind of like, okay, this will be good to kind of clear, get excited about working. It's not that I don't like to work. It's just you do one thing so much and you just need to kind of. You need need a little, change it up. Yeah. Change it up a little bit. To me, I look at this as like a hobby. If. If it doesn't get anywhere, I think it's good. So anyways, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of perspectives that we can give that other people can relate to. Because I think, and I, you know, so Lucas. Lucas, um, I think, I, I, I don't say I idolize him, but I do look up to him in the business aspect and kind of like. Who is Lucas? Who are you talking about? Lucas Botkins. Okay. Lucas, Mr. T-Rex. And what I see is I think his heart and I think his his intentions are the same but I think what happens is people get so so used and so jaded to something like he's been around 
certain things so much that I think the certain things that say us, you know, lower peons can't relate to the level he's at. Right. And he and he's always progressing and building himself, and all that stuff that we're still working on. We're trying to get to that level, either uh, firearms proficiency or knowledge. I think there's still a lot of room for the guys who are at that ground level or right. working towards. It. And I think we we can provide a lot of that information because even like, you know, there's other holster companies that are like you don't have a staccato or you don't have this Gucci Glock. And it's like there's a lot of people that are just got their first firearm and they're looking for just good advice mm-hmm. and there's people who are like buy mine I'm like why why should i buy that yeah so i think we just have a perspective that i think we can share and i'm really trying to keep to maintain that of and i get and i still kind of get that because i get a lot of people asking me like beginner questions and i always go okay if i was in their shoes i'm not going to want a first experience of someone and not the business <clears> image but just you know, they're interesting in it, and I want them to have a good understanding and feel confident in their decisions. No, you're not wrong. I totally agree with that. I well, think kind of like people, you know, like they don't understand, like sometimes people do um, dry fire videos. Right. And they record themselves. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, they're being this. Like, no, you actually do because you want to watch yourself. Mm-hmm. You want to figure out how you're, you're fucking up. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, I think, um, I think that's, I don't know. There's a lot of. I learn a lot from, from those. I mean, whether I'm filming myself or it's someone else holding the camera and filming me, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Why didn't I put it on safe before I moved? Why didn't I, you know? Um, but you don't you don't know what you don't know. I, right. And I, I mean, you've heard me say that a lot is you have to just, I don't know, you have to do it. You have, you have to be able to fuck up. Yeah. So, all right, so just to keep this going. Um, so that's kind of a little bit about what I – you know, and again, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to have low expectations of just, you know what, this is something to do. If it goes great, I think this could be really beneficial as far as business wise, personal wise. I just don't see a lot of negatives out of it. I don't either. So, my background, um, I have a long and interesting to me life. I've done a lot of things. Cliff notes. Um, this is very, very short. Born and raised up till I was eight or nine in Spo Compton. Um, somewhere around that time, I was in Cub Scouts, went to Boy Scouts. I moved to Idaho when I was eight or nine. Um, we moved to Meridian. Um, let's see. Did Boy Scouts for a while. That was kind of like my main thing. And... Then I, let's see, moved a couple times, stayed in Idaho, um, had a kid when I was 20, 21, somewhere around there, um, and then realized I was not doing a whole lot with my life, and uh, decided to join the military, 2008. Yeah, getting in 2008, so like March 18th, 2008, I think it was what? Sounds about right. Yeah, it's right about there. So joined the military, did that for seven years, did a bunch of cool shit, worked on Chinooks, um, learned a lot about being, I don't know, part of something and have a growing up to do that I still need to do. 
got out of the military. Actually, while I was in the military, I got divorced. And then then my life really, really went into the shitter. I did a lot of stupid stuff. And then um, came here, did a couple of bullshit jobs. Then I joined Acker Outdoors. Uh, a buddy of mine gave me a job there. I was into marketing, doing photography. I did photography since I was, what, 2009 is when I started. So if you look up Quarry App Media, that's my old stuff. Um, got into firearms, got into competitive shooting, started building holsters. And no, I'd never worked for any other holster manufacturer. I did it on my own. Um... And then I've just been building this, and then I met you, and yeah. So that is the cliff notes. There's a lot of other stuff. Yeah, we'll get it. I mean, we'll get into that as we get further. We can get into the deets, but yeah, the details. So I'm a <clears throat> people. It's funny because people look like you got you got tats and you you got military experience, bro. <sighs> so you were an operator, right? Dude, do you, do you want to operate that Chinook? So, which is funny, <laughs> is that. Elijah and other people have taught me more about firearms and correcting my stuff. Oh, can you hear that? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't think you can. I can hear it. Well, yeah. It sounds like someone's revving their engine. They're so fast. So fast. Um, but no, I, I, I tell people, like, <clears throat> when I was in the military, I knew everything about Chinook. I could tell you how the engines worked i could tell you the gear reduction from the engine down to the the props i could tell you anything about that but if you were like well what about this gear stuff i'm like yeah that's what we're issued yeah yeah yeah. i'm just told to wear this shit yeah like like your your loadouts and stuff like i could tell you it's like was like six mags you had your ifac (laughs) and a couple i think that i think that's majority of it but that was that was what we were told, and yeah. I because I didn't even when I was when I was downrange, it was if the if anyone gets to us as far as like the bad guys, we're fucked. Yeah, if they got through the front gate, they got through all of that, you know, those guys, and they got to the airfield, dude, we're fucked. Yeah, and that's a scary feeling to have, man. No, especially working for the military, like, no, when you want to be like. You get so jaded. You're I just guess. so like, especially like. <clears throat> well, you're you got. I mean, maybe you're kind of brainwashed in a way to think that you're safe because you work for the U.S. military, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why everyone's got a chip on their shoulder, in my opinion, as a as a civilian. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think everyone in the military is that way. No, but. I I agree, but I think for me, when people ask me like about that, it's like it was. It was literally a job. I met some cool people. I still keep in contact with a few people that I really, really looked up to, um, which was cool. I still have contact. Chris Souza. You guys are awesome. Um, but, yeah, it was just – it was a job. That was yeah. all it was. I yeah. had – I never – I never felt that I was superior or better than anybody. It was like – because I know that most people could have done what I did. Yeah. And it was just it was the only difference between that was that I decided I'm gonna do it. That's the only difference. It's kinda like even between you and me as far as starting a business, like yours even like well, fuck both of ours. The only difference between me creating a holster business and you creating a t shirt business, which I know that's not exactly but dumbed down. Right. 
the only difference is that we did it. Right. We decided we went there. So that's really honestly what separates a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't get jaded to the fact. I just when I look at the sales coming in, I honestly look at it as wow, like I did that. I have the freedom to do whatever and I feel a little bit more comfortable like okay, like I don't have to freak out when I see some sales coming in. I'm like bills are going to get paid and everything's going to be fine mm-hmm. and I don't know. So, yeah. I don't know. So that's I don't know. It's kind of vague in a lot of stuff. Um I was If it's not vague, this will be a 3-hour podcast. That's true. And so we're trying to keep it the first one at least somewhat <laughs> short. Yeah, and if you guys not. have questions like <clears throat> I am honestly an open book. Um just make sure the questions are semi-specific so that I know how to answer them. Yeah. Or even, you know, Elijah or anybody. It's it just makes it a little easier cuz I I usually try to put myself in your shoes, so I try to be very like, oh, no, I, I get where you're kind of coming from, so I'm going to answer it with the answer that you're kind of looking for. Yeah, if you guys have any questions specific for Ben or I uh, in regards to the podcast or a topic you'd like us to go over, um, just reach out to adaptivecitizens at gmail.com. So I guess it's not the adaptive citizens. It's just adaptivecitizens at gmail.com. Okay. Um yeah, no, I I think that's a it's a pretty good overview. That's what we were looking for, right? Yeah, that's what we were looking for. Okay, um, now your turn. So what am I starting with? What was the first thing? Why, why the podcast? Why the is podcast a... and then a little bit <clears throat> about your background. Yeah, so um, why the podcast? So actually, Ben was one of the main motivations behind this. Uh, obviously, I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and I saw value in it. Um, one of the things that Ben mentioned was that him and I are working all the time, so – uh, not to di- to disclude my wife because she's just as involved, if not more, with a lot of different portions of the business that nobody sees. Um, everything back office that you don't see is my wife. So I want to give a shout out to the wife and all of her hard work. She's done amazing. Um, but Ben and I are always working, and we also we're not super close uh, geographically. So it's not easy for us to to get together and do things, uh, and we're working constantly. So this gives us an opportunity to hang out communicate, talk, um, which I see a lot of value in because we're both fathers and husbands and business owners and don't have much of a life outside of that. Um, well, and because this is our, because we do that and yes, we could hang out, but we're like, <clears throat> Hey, look at, we could do this. It'd be beneficial for this. So it's, it's value added to the time that we're going to already bullshit about stuff that right podcast about so it's like man this is a win fucking win and what's weird is people find us interesting so uh they want to hear what we have to say so you guys have no lives if you think i'm interesting hey (laughs) it's okay because some people are listening to some fucking weirdos like i don't know man some people like take what celebrities say and like believe it so it's i think we're doing all right that's that's fair enough right yeah like don't get me started on that um but yeah, so it gives us an opportunity to communicate and talk and hang out. Apart from that, um, it gives us a another platform to talk about our businesses. It gives us a, a platform to, uh, it's you know, it's not a limited post, you know, yeah. where you, you get cut off and you, like, I'm not a writer. Like, I write and I, I, I do things, I write things, Man. but I'm not a fucking, like, you know, I don't, I'm not over here writing books and shit. So I'm more of a talker, um, yeah. 
I'm not like a, a I'm believe it or not, I'm not a people person. I'm very introverted. Um, so I get nervous when I'm around people that I don't know, things like that. I mean, I'm, I've gotten way better over the years, obviously yeah. it's part of my job, but, uh, <laughs> like I'm not an extrovert naturally. Yeah. Um, so this is a lot easier for me to communicate with people and, and to talk as, you know, I'm in a, a an awesome closet sized office. You know, it's very quaint. Yeah. It just needs to be cleaned. Yeah. Yeah. We, we work in an old auto body shop. But has have those walls been wiped down, or is that stained? I'm just not gonna answer that question. No comment. Well, you don't use this, so it's not like I don't fucking know. I I we, we used oh, to no, just store. Stained. Yeah, it's stained. Yeah. Oh. Maybe not. Anyways, um, there's a lot of platforms that we use, uh, but a lot of those platforms are preventing us from being able to speak and talk about the things that we want to speak and talk about. So, uh, it's a lot harder to do that here. Yeah, and I think that was kind of the thing. I was like, well, some of the issues, like you're saying, is that um, certain platforms, either people or the platform itself, can prevent your voice being heard. Right. Whereas this one or some other ones, you have to go out of your way to listen or view their content. Right. And this is basically that. If they want to hear us, they can. We on Spotify? That we are on Spotify. Good. That's what I use. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> I think that's what we're gonna use to start. If there's other options, I'll just download it to all of them. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't cost me money to do it. I don't care. No, because this yeah. isn't supposed to cost money. This is supposed to just just be a yeah. thing. You know. So and you, yeah. So with Spotify, it's it you can bookmark it, and whenever a new episode comes up, you can see it. And yeah, and so our goal our, is listen to our bullshit. Our goal is to um, at least my goal is to do one every week. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, no. If we could yes. do one a week, no, I think I yes. think that's good. That's good because we we talked about doing kind of our content everything day. So I think yeah, if we just boil all it all into one day and give ourselves an hour or two, uh, whether that's with a guest or not. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, I mean, it's it, there's no promises here. This is a new thing for us. But, anyways, um, so yeah, so that's a little bit about why the podcast is valuable to me. So, what was the next thing? Was it background? Yes. Background. So, um, I did 48 podcasts in a year. I mean, dude's got thousands. That's true. So, anyways, anyways, my name is Elijah Darmody and I am the CEO and founder of operational industries before operational industries. There was just Elijah Darmody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was, uh, I was nobody. I was uh, an average Joe. Well, I wasn't even an average Joe. I was a, a drug addict. I was uh, a people pleaser. I put on this persona that I was something that I was not. I was not honest with myself or the people that were around me. Uh, I didn't really have anything going for me. Um, like, quite frankly, a lot of people that are now finding this page. Uh, there's a lot of people that I've communicated with and connected with through the process that are not very far off from who I was or who I am. And uh, yeah, so I essentially got tired of my own shit and I started fixing my life. And part of that was uh, meeting my wife and uh, having my son. And so I actually had a purpose. I had something to live for. I didn't feel that I had a purpose or something to live for uh, back in the day. And I found every excuse to like not not talk about that or like, you know what I mean? If someone was like, what's your why? I didn't have one. I do now. 
Um, and so everything that I do is for my wife and my son. But now that I have the business, it's also for those of you guys that have been following the business. Um, a lot of my time is invested in the everything is invested in the business if it's not invested in my in my family uh, or my small little circle. So, um, and it's not because I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Not because I'm worried about saying anything specific. It's it's just. You want the presentation. Yeah, I, I, I want people to understand that this job to me is not my job. This is my life. This is what I do. This is what I intend to do for the rest of my life. Now, I don't plan on being like this huge Instagram influencer that does super cool videos all the time. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to help people. Okay. So what – maybe this might be really good. <clears throat> so right now – you you put on some range days. Yep. You've done a few... Free range days. Free range days. But you did some classes. We do host classes. Okay. Yeah. Just But just... I'm, I'm getting... And you make some merchandise. It's where the profits come so you can keep doing what you're doing. Right. Where do you see yourself in the business in five to ten years? Yeah. Well, and that's something that we just spoke about um, recently in one of our, our videos. Um, and that's... And that's and it's because of there's so many moving parts within the business. So you kind of went over it briefly of what we do. So we have free range days. We have educational courses. Uh, we offer merchandise. But everything that we have has a purpose. Yeah. Everything that we offer has a purpose. So it's it's to me, you're not just buying a T-shirt. You know, the T-shirt designs, some of them, not all of them, but some of them have a story behind them. Yeah. Whether it's directly correlated to my life or something that means something to me or it may mean something to you. I mean, if you read the description underneath some of these designs, it'll probably resonate with you. You know, there's a story, there's 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 a lore behind some of these things because our goal is to um, communicate with people on a different level, yeah. letting them know that we are not as much different as people think we are. Yeah. Um, we're a lot alike. If you're a father, if you're a husband, if you're a mother, your wife, whatever. Um, if you're a, an American, you believe in individual freedom and the right to preservation and and financial freedom and all these things. Then great, we're your people. Uh, we don't we don't agree with one side over the other. We believe that everything has value. We think that you should question everything. Um, don't take anyone's word for it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, this is one of the, of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. Um, only because through this process, I've been also finding myself. Um, there's been a lot of growth internally. I mean, even from when just you and I met. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I've changed a lot since when I first met you. Oh no. I, when I first saw you and kind of your presentation, I'm like, this is a fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, and I've been, honestly, I've been so proud of like kind of your, just the maturity of understanding people's perspective and kind of growing and kind of being more observant. I've just been like, man, like it's really, really cool to see the growth. And you were part of that. You were part of that. I mean, and I'm, I'm serious. Cause it's like, I obviously watch other people. Yeah. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm yeah. learning from other people. Um, I have, you know, not necessarily like physical mentors, but people that I look up to. <laughs> what you found some extra lifesavers too. <laughs> uh, but no, I never really like growing up. I never had anyone to look up to. 
I mean, I, you know, as, as much as it may hurt my dad's feelings, I didn't, I didn't really look up to my dad. I resented my dad. I resented my mom. Huh? Do you think he'll listen to this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He'll listen to it. And I don't mean any disrespect by that. It's just, he was a, he worked a lot. Um, him and my mom divorced when I was younger and we weren't as close as I hoped. I mean, we had a lot of connections and, and like hobbies and things like racing motorcycles and stuff like that. We loved that shit. But, um, you know, I didn't, he wasn't there because he worked a whole lot and I didn't live with him. Yeah. I live with my mom. Yeah. So it's not like a, Hey, fuck you. You know, and some people have misunderstood it as that. Um, but that's, that's not what it is. Um, part of, part of growth is understanding that, you know, my dad did the best that he could with what he had. No, that's, and, and he tried to do better than his father, which from the stories I heard, he did a whole lot better than his father. (laughs) And I'm going to do better than my father. And that's the whole fucking point. Yeah. That's that's, the whole fucking point of being a dad is looking at what your dad did wrong and do it better. At least try to try to. Yeah. If you don't try, then you're, I mean, you're a piece of shit. You need to fix that. Um, and I'm not saying my dad did anything fucking horrible. I'm just saying, like, yeah. everyone has areas to grow. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Um, we've all made mistakes, and I think that that's one thing that people are forgetting. Like, put that in your fucking head. Have you made mistakes before? If you say no, you're a fucking liar on top of it. Yeah. It's okay. Everyone, Dude, I have made some really bad mistakes, whether it's personal or... Or within business decisions, I've I've connected with people I shouldn't have connected with, not knowing certain things that I should have known. Like, dude, I have done just about every. I'm 28 years old and I have lived a time and a half, bro. Like, I have lived a long fucking life, and I think that's why I'm so fucking like, I'm an old soul. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've seen a lot. I've had guns in my face once by police, once by a drug dealer. You know, I've I've. But I, I've, you're in I've, Portland. I've, I was in Portland. I thought that was like a normal Sunday. No, nah, dude. I mean, I, just, <laughs> I mean, it really depends uh, where you're at. Northeast yeah. Gresham, though, you get a gun in your face real quick if you open your mouth. Um, I've seen a lot of things. I've done a lot of things. I've I've been around the block a few times. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to the two A world, though, I had no experience. Um, like I spoke about before in the past, is I got my first rifle when I was 18, uh, and uh, I had I had no no recollection as to where to go with that, <clears throat> what that would bring, uh, where it would take me, and uh, I had a lot of room for for uh, learning. So I didn't actually take firearms seriously or start to invest in myself when it came to training or communicating with others or networking um, in the aspect of firearms uh, until twenty. 2019 2019 well no i'm sorry 2018 yeah so uh through the year of 2018 and 2019 till now um i had been researching reading watching videos communicating with people networking with people within the industry asking a fuckload of questions so those of you that have asked me questions in the past or those of you that don't know me that will probably end up asking me questions later, you are more than welcome to ask questions. Um, but please, I, please, if you're asking holster stuff, at least attempt to use Google. Yes, and that's that's one thing I do want to touch on is a lot of the questions that, you, that I am asked, there are answers on Google. And if not, like, 
if you Google something, this is my advice. If you Google something and you get an answer, don't take that one answer. No. Google it again and with a different type of phrasing or, or look at a different link or like communicate with somebody that has been training on a higher caliber than you. Now, here's one of the, the kickers here is you go into the gun store and you hear those guys talking about all this shit. You're like, dude, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but it sounds super cool. And what I'm going to tell you right now is nine times out of ten, that's all ego. Yeah. And they probably don't know what the fuck they're talking about either. And so yes. there's a lot of dudes, especially old dudes that I've communicated with. I'm going to say in their 50s, they have a fucking ego and a chip on their shoulder where they think that because they do three gun competitions, they're just a fucking high speed operator because well, they served and, 30 years ago. And not even not even that. There's a couple local places that I've gone into and it just. Oh, it's just, everywhere. I, you know, I will say. And this is not a shameless plug, but Boise Black Rifle. Uh, the times that I've gone in there and seen their interactions with people, it's kind of the same thing that we're trying to do is just honestly answer things and give people good advice. Right. Now, I'm it's sure, not a used car dealership. Right. Where they're like, they're, oh, well, you know, you could get this gun, but you we know, sell leather holsters over here. Right. They're, you know, it's not like, oh, you could get this gun, but you want Noveski. You will just totally better. a shameless plug. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, the Boise Black Rifle is pretty base. It, that's why I was kind of like, there's a couple other places, and I don't want to, you know, say bad things about, but they do have an air about themselves. They're like, I work at a gun store, so I know everything. It's like, no, right. you sell stuff. You should be fairly knowledgeable. I see that Serpa holster on your fucking hip. I know you right. don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it, it's it's horrible and it's i don't know and it's not i mean and we're not trying to dog on anyone i started with a serpa holster i started with an ar500 plate carrier and steel plates everyone starts somewhere and without the right guidance um you don't know you don't know what, what you, you don't, don't know. know yeah and 20 bucks is 20 bucks but we'll get into that later <laughs> <laughs> but no like i was that guy you know all my friends had not even all my friends there was people that i just met on the internet yeah and i organized this range day and they come out and like the only reason I organized that range day is because I wanted to meet people that yeah. thought the same shit I did. You guys thought you were on the same page. I thought we were on the same page. No, later did I find out not a lot of us were on the same page. Um, but I learned a lot of things. Um, what it meant to be uh, honest. What it meant to be transparent. <laughs> I meant a lot about that. I learned a lot about that. Um, I learned more about gear cause I'm not like a gear horse still to this day. Like there's people that are like, well, you should use this placard with this carrier and this and like mission dictates, you know, like I'm not like, if you want to talk about gear, I'm not your guy. I don't give a fuck. Like I give a fuck to the point to where I'm going to find what works best for me. I'm going to utilize it. I mean, I'm going to listen to what you have to say. If I ask you a question about a piece of kit that you have or whatever, like, yeah, that's what I'm interested. But like, if someone comes up to me and they're like, Hey, what do you, you know, what's this? What's that? And like, I, I'm not your guy. Uh, like yeah, there's people that I'd, fucking nerd out over kit and they keep up with all the new like innovations. And like, I know like to an extent when it comes to business, you have to like stay up to that. Uh, you you like, should be aware. Yeah. I'm aware, but I'm not going to nerd out over it. Like half the people. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of, so my background, a part of it was uh computer modding to where, and this really will date me. Um, I used to overclock, and if anyone ever listens to this, uh, AMD Athlon XPs. So, like, that's prior to dual core, single cores. Um, and I, I, I like gear. I like so the tech. So lost right now. I know. So, for me, 
with the holster stuff, I I don't nerd out. I actually kind of cringe when I see a new gun because I'm like, oh, another fucking mold. <laughs> um, but that's I a do, funny perspective to have. I know, right? But <laughs> I do like seeing stuff that comes out, and you know, I'll see if there's any validity to it. If it's just pretty or if it's actually innovative yeah or but i mean i don't know brands i know that you are more aware of certain brands and like gun stuff like if you were to talk about all these different gun brands and the different models that they offer i don't know that shit like you do yeah because you're over here talking about specific weapons weapon light like you know more weapon lights than i I do well you have to because that's your job but for like me it doesn't matter no, I've I've done all, I've read all the reviews and I've looked at what's most popular and then I compared them. Yeah, and it's I mean I think you're yeah. Cause but I actually apply it on the range. Like I don't I don't yeah. go hey my favorite influencer said this and I'm just gonna go buy it. No, that's how I, a lot of people go about doing shit. But isn't that that's no different than prior to influencers watching a commercial? Right, but I like so I'm very I'm very honest in that when people ask me my opinion, I'm like hey this is my experience with it. However. Yeah. There are other options out there. There are like I give AK guys a lot of shit. I I got a lot of buddies that love AKs. One of my good friends, Mark, is. (laughs) Dude, I have said that like I made this generalized statement about AKs once, where people took it literally, and I it was fucking hilarious. I said that they were like AK guys were overly emotional or something like that, and I got like hate mail for it and you're like you're just proving the you're point. proving the point bro like shut the fuck up like i'm just joking it's, it's like a joke it is a joke because i want an ak i would love an ak however uh i would rather an ar that's just my opinion oh no if that like now don't hit me up and try to fucking convince me you need an ak bro like i know i'm gonna get one right now i just want more ammo <laughs> like right I, I'm, I'm gonna pay attention to what i have and this goes to all the guys with like 30 different fucking guns and never runs them. Have They're not gun guys. They're collectors. They're collectors. You're not a gun guy. Don't call yourself a gun guy. You're just a collector. Yeah. So like I had the most guns I've ever had at once. I'm not going to actually say that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> at one point I had more guns uh, than finished guns. What? Right. So I would have guns, but some would be missing optics. Some would be missing lights. Okay, Some no, would no, be say, missing lasers. Okay, how about we say this? Okay. How many – the most guns that were functional? Well, they were all functional. They yeah, all that, functioned. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's still a complete but the, gun. No, it's, it's not. Just, no, yeah, it's not. No, it's not. I disagree. You can put ammunition and it goes bang, it's functional. Well, yes, it functions. Correct. Can you positively identify your target in the dark without a flashlight? Question number one. Nobody can. Exactly. Every single fucking gun, even before an optic, in my opinion, I would rather run Magpul backup sights and a fucking streamlight than no light at all. Not saying streamlight's bad. I run streamlight on some stuff. Yeah, but, but you know how spicy it is? You're like, thunder. And they're like, like, wonder if this is my neighbor. Yeah. Like, no, dude. <laughs> I was Welcome telling my, jungle, I was talking to my neighbor about that too. He's telling me he wanted to build another AR. And I was like, before you get an optic, get a light. Yeah. Why would I do that? I think it would be the other way around. I was like, most people do. Most bad shit also happens at night. Yeah. So I'd rather you not shoot me when I come outside when I hear the same bump you hear. And uh, you be able to identify that, hey, it's me, your neighbor. Yeah. Because if you see a guy with a gun and you're a guy with a gun and we both heard the same boom, you're going to shoot me. So hold on a second. So if that happens, do you hear... 
Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Quick draw, draw. <laughs> no, dude. Like, no, but, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't. So, I, th- I think that people don't prioritize the right things because they don't know what the priority should be. And no, everyone likes to be like, well, my situation. No. I think a lot it, of it, this is not situational dependent. No, no, no. I, I think what a lot of it is is they're uneducated. Right, exactly, and so, in the, like I said in the beginning, when I and when I first started, right, overconfident, and and it's because of whatever past experiences they've had, or yep. whatever they've been told by their circle group is that they just think that they know everything. So, I started with a 16 inch full length rifle, right? Well, that's what full length is considered. I'm sure someone would argue like, no, 20 inches of full length, whatever. You fucking nerd. Anyways, I had a six. Standard. It wasn't an SBR, right? <laughs> It wasn't an SBR. It was just a 16-inch St- rifle. Standard M- a standard. Yeah. There you go. Standard. Whatever. It's a standard AR platform. I think it was like a fucking Anderson lower. It wasn't anything crazy, um, but I spent a lot of money on the upper because that's what the guy at the gun store told me to do. I don't even remember what the fuck it was because it was so long ago. Um, but all I had on it was Magpul backup sights, and I had one of those uh, you know, those angled foregrips. Remember those like Magpul, like yeah, the ACS or whatever, AS, whatever. <clears throat> well, was, yeah, that was prior angled... to a lot of this stuff coming out. Yeah, that was so that was like that was a cool shit, right? It was all on Call of Duty. And I was like, I want that one, and so I didn't know anything, but that's what I had, and I had Magpul backup sites, and I dumped into a pile of trash like everyone else. Um, but like I said, I I started doing a bunch of research. I I started to communicate and network with people, and I started to learn what actual training was started to take classes. Um, I had a couple friends that were starting their own little circles of like training and stuff. So I started to attend things like that. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to host one of these dudes to do a class. So I started hosting classes, but one of my biggest things that I had a problem with as an average Joe working a nine to five, being a husband and father was I couldn't afford this $300, $600 class that these super like, you know, these big guys with the industry were offering. It's like, okay, if this guy over here is teaching the same guy as this guy over here, why am I paying 600 bucks? I got to pay 600 bucks to take the class. I got to pay for the ammo, the gas, the lodging, like all, like by the end of the weekend, I'm paying, I'm paying $1,500 to come take this fucking class. Oh, if not too grand easy. Right. Especially if you have to travel for, it, if you're not in the same state and even in the same state, like fucking place like Texas is huge. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not that I don't see value in being paid for your knowledge. Like I totally understand that some people have like, dude, if you were some black water top tier fucking straight up hitter and you can legitimately train the average civilian to kill bad guys, more power to you. Great. If people see value in that and they want to spend that money, more power to you. However, I'm not, I'm not teaching people. First of all, Second of all, I'm hosting these things. So I'm paying out of pocket for the targets, the target stand, sometimes the location. I'm paying for the food to fit, pay these people, all of these things. Just so the amount that that student pays is paying for our educator that's attending that day to teach that class. Yeah. So sometimes we have like a $25 tax per student. You know what that $25 goes towards? Targets and food. Targets and food. I don't make a fucking dime from any of those events. And the goal was never to make a dime from this. You were one of the people who were like, hey, you should probably charge for this stuff in the beginning. 
And I was like, I didn't understand the concept because I'm not a fucking business guy. I've never owned a business before. I've never worked with like a business well, like. And the and the the reason I said that is you had you had to charge it, so you weren't just doing it for free and out of pocket. Like you need at least. If you can come out zero for this right. and make money and so, And that's what we did with the $25. Yeah, because like, that was kind of like when you're like, oh, I'll just do this for free. I'm like, yeah, but in this world, nothing's for free. Well, right. And then so and then now, you know, skip forward a year and a half later, we have a, a location where we can host classes. And so we host classes here. And at least for this quarter, we've dropped it down to like 75 bucks a class. So whether that's our firearms class intro to comms class or a medical class we're not making a dime on that at all so and i still pay i still fed the last class i still paid for food to feed. i mean not all of them stayed for food because not everyone wants pizza but like that's the there's not a lot of options out here you're not american if you don't like pizza um you must be a freaking russian spy or something <laughs> but um 75 bucks for an intro to comms class or a stop the bleed class or a rifle pistol class it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Name another business or name another brand within the industry that is offering that. Now, okay, you don't know who our instructor is. 75 bucks. 75 bucks. It like so, okay, let's say you don't know the instructor or he's new to the industry. You know, we don't work with a lot of like super known people because it, that doesn't always mean everything. There's some really known people that are just all about themselves and not necessarily the information. Yeah. And it's, God, and that's as your past is as clearly shown, it's really hard. You can do all of the homework you think, you know, right. And still come out looking like a jackass. Cause you're like, fuck, I had no idea that these other people who host or he hosted those classes or taught those classes all these people prior to him and I still, you know, didn't know. Right. And it's just, you know, it, it sucks. It, but I think, I think the reason that you're continuing to move forward is because of the, it's the, the mission and the goal is very honest yeah. and yeah, you've had to take some flack over, but I think you'll bounce right back and you're bouncing and, back. And for those of you that are not following or tracking, uh, Ben is referencing a uh, situation we had with one of our educators where um, we hosted an event for a firearms class with this guy a few times, and uh, it ended up coming out that he was a fraud. So this was a pretty big deal for us because uh, the individual ended up becoming more of like family than just an educator. He was like one of my closest friends. This dude ended up lying to us for an entire year. Um, And what blows me away is that from what you you had said cuz I don't I don't follow Instagram as heavily as you do with certain people and you're like yeah you know he's worked with all these people and you're naming some big names because he named some big names and we're kind of like wow like he must be legit right and I was like cool man I'm excited 10 years of backed fucking people like 10 years and it's funny I mean it's not funny but it's funny that <laughs> all those people prior who had worked with him and they were never mentioned Not once, not once, and but we were the like, last company to yes. work with him. So we're like on the pedestal. You're like, Oh, because he's a fraud. You're a fraud. Like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. No, that's not how that works. And, and if we were frauds, what we would have done was not offered a refund to any of the students. Yeah. Which by the way, didn't 
didn't accept any refund from us because the information that they shared was still legitimate. Yeah. And um, that's, the thing that was, that's what's shitty too, is that like after hearing the, the stuff put out, it was good information. I'm sure he legitimately learned a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Cause he, I, he worked and took classes by those big names. And then it was kind of so like, he but, was just really good at retaining information. Yeah. And then it was kind of like, well, I think how he started was to get his foot in the door. And then after he was in the door, he's like, Oh shit, I have to keep this lie up. But it's and like, then, I can't believe like, how can someone lie for that long? That's what really blows my mind. So anyways, we came out and we, we, you know, we laid it all on the table. Once I finally heard it from the horse's mouth, like, cause you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to believe what people say on the internet. Like I, I got to hear this. So when, when, when the guy's ignoring my phone calls and finally answers and then admits it, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? What about my family? What about my fucking family? What about my fucking family? I put my entire business and my you family. Housed, you housed I them. housed you, bro. I fed your fucking family. You know what I mean? Like that's like where I come from, bro. That's bad. You don't you don't walk away from shit like that half the time. Mm-hmm. So don't act like you're fucking hard and you have this cool ass past, and then lie to people like that. Like so. If anyone's upset about it, it should be me. Like, I understand if students were upset about it. And and the ones that were, they talked about it. We let them talk. And we communicated with them. Anything and everything that you... If you weren't involved in this situation, first off, shut your fucking mouth. First off. If you didn't take a class, shut your mouth. Yeah. Um, If you did take a class, I'm here to hear it. But I'm pretty sure I've heard every single fucking person that's taking class. I have everyone's name. God, it, it I have records just, of every person that's ever taken the class. And the funny thing is, how many how many total classes did he instruct? I From, can't remember. No, no, not no. Oh, like in total, like over his like no, no, instructing no, no. world for you guys. I can't remember because I thought it was only like three or four. I yeah, I maybe. don't. Maybe it wasn't a lot. I'm not gonna say a number because then it puts a number on it, and people are gonna okay. quote me on it. So I don't so, know. So we'll just vaguely say it wasn't like he was doing hundreds of classes through you guys. No, and it wasn't for years. It was, it was a, just it through was through hand. the span of a year. This dude didn't even live in the same state as us, so it wasn't like it a, was a handful. It was a handful of times. Um, and then, but and the downside about that is when you work with somebody that that lies, they also hang out with people that lie, and they bring them around. I found that out. Well, and it's and I knew that a long time ago. That's why I never associated with this person. But apparently, because he was associated with that person, he's now associated with me. And it's funny how the internet fucking works because hey. that's people see that and they believe it. Well, then they. It's funny that people will say like like jokingly guilty by association, right? Because yeah. that's how the cops look at you. Like if you oh, were yeah. in the same place, same time, you are guilty because you were in proximity, right? And it's like no, where your situation was is you thought you vetted someone. That had these things. Now, I think it was good because we've had conversations about it, is that now you kind of go, okay, I'm more educated on what to ask for, what to look for. And even then – I got you, records on everybody. And you still possibly could go down that path again. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, the, you know, but again, you have to – you know, well, I hope this works out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like I get every single one of your certifications and your DD-214 and everything unredacted. I'm going to do a background check on you. I'm going to interview you. Well, shit, I'm going to do all of these things. Like, I'm going to treat you like you're being interrogated. And if I don't have every single fucking document and I don't talk to these people that you're referring, like, we're never going to work together. Yeah. If you're claiming things. Yeah. Now, if you're just like someone that's like, hey, I've been doing this for five years 
and I love it. And this is something that I enjoy doing. And I would like to, uh, you know, offer my services to the people. Then awesome. And Great. Think, and what really scared me for me, cause I've never been to these classes. I've always had people who I trusted that I know were educated in their industry. So like my buddy who was in the Marines, um, he's given me a lot of information. You've given me a lot of information. And then after that happened, I'm like, there's people I want to take classrooms from. And I'm just like, is that even valid? Right. Even, is it information yeah. that can I even trust to go get that? And the ones that I'm like, okay, they're social media, quote unquote, big. They're like, you know, 600 to a couple grand to go to those. And I'm like, but now it's like, is the information more valid because it's you or. Right. You yeah. Know, it's and, like, yeah, you got, I like. And I've never heard references from half of these people. Some pe- like I've heard more negative references about large people within the industry than than positive. Well, but that's just human nature, right? There, well, there yeah. Like, well, there could be a million good references about people that you won't hear. But when well, I'm a product of that, like but, I, I totally understand. Yeah, six hundred of that, you're gonna hear every single one of those. Right. Yeah. And that's and so, uh, I guess what you take away from this is um, what you hear on the internet, take with a grain of salt. And uh, just because people seem good doesn't mean that they are good. Um, question everything, even those that you consider friends. It's, it's important to do that because who you allow in your life um, directly will, af- will affect your life. So, yes, I want to kind of add to that. Yeah. One of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest people in when I was in the military uh, – I think he got, I was Sergeant, Sergeant Flint. I forget what his first name is. Um, he was the biggest influence in some of the things I do was that you question everything. Mm-hmm. So like when, um, say you're working somewhere and they're like, this is how we always do it. Question it. Is Sight. that really, Yeah. is that really the, by the book? Is that really, why are we, I mean, it was just, and it's not saying you have to be mean about it. It's just that what you're being told isn't always right. There's a, I forget the, the scientist that did this, um, put a bunch of monkeys into a room and I'm not Joe Rogan vibe right now, Ben. Oh dude. <laughs> Talking about monkeys already. Yes. <laughs> Episode one. <laughs> <laughs> and basically and I forget. And again, I'm going to butcher this, but basically what happened is they were unprivy of whatever it is and say they were getting shocked. Oh yeah. I think it was, they got shocked if they went to go to the food they did it over and over again, and then they got to the point where they started removing one. And then this one who didn't know would go and try to get this food. And then the other ones, without being shocked, would then, you know, do that to the monkey. And that monkey would be like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. And they never shocked the, the monkeys after that. But they would keep taking a, an old one out, put a new one in. And by the time all of the old ones were out and all the new ones were in, they had no idea why they weren't touching the food. And that is why we don't, you know, that's why you question things. Why are we doing this? Why are you not doing this? Mm -hmm. And that was, that was uh, from what he was telling me. It was basically like when I was in the military was when they say like, and I was, God, I was horrible at pushing the envelope. I got, I, and then if you know me or see me, most of the tattoos I have other than my left arm, I got all in the military. So my neck tattoos in the military. Such a bro. 
Oh, I am. <laughs> bro. So, but AR670-1, I knew that upside and down. A lot of the thing was like, oh, you your hair can be not longer than an ID card. If you look up AR670-1, nowhere in it says that. Huh. It's, yes. Basically, it says it has to be kept and it cannot interfere with your mask. So, when I started learning that, I'm like, it really started pushing me to go... I really question everything. Why do we do this? Why is this bad? Why is and I start some I try asshole to, that's yeah. made this fucking rule that is no. It was that they made it fit to them, right? And then it's been going for so long. Even the new guy, the same thing with the monkeys, they don't know why they're doing. They're just how we normally do it. Yeah. So question fucking everything. Yeah. So. I mean, that's one of the things that I've done throughout my life is I've, I've learned from other people's mistakes. So learn from my mistakes. Um, I'm a prime example of when it comes to if you're going to host an event, if you're going to work with somebody, um, vet, the fuck out of vet them. the fuck out of them. So, and I, I mean, and Be like some people are like, oh, no. man, like you're, you're really fucked up, man. Like that's that's really bad. Like you can't recover from Like, yeah, you can. You can. You can yeah. move past it. You can learn from your – if you – Take it as a learning experience. And that's oh, what that's what I did. Else. I mean, it was fucking hard like Dude. to deal with it initially. It was like, are you fucking kidding me? This <laughs> way to go, Ben. This this whole last year, it's all over. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not, man. I mean, if people if you're just open and front about it and you let people know, hey, we fucked up. Yep. We made a mistake. And here's the facts. Um, you know, that's that's what it is. That's what happens. So that's just, you know, one, one part of business. That's one part of life, you know, and I've made bad investments in people and with money, uh, both personal and, and within business. And I'm sure everyone has every single fucking business owner. If you haven't already, you will make a bad investment. It happens. You'll have things stolen from you. You'll have people trying to take credit for things that you've done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. you'll, you'll have all sorts of things happen that you're just like are you fucking like the closest people to you in your life will try to steal from you it always happens from them yeah it never happens from some i mean it, it does happen from people that you don't know but if you're ever stolen from it's going to happen from the people closest to you most likely it happens um and this is why when you meet business owners especially ball small business owners people are like god that guy's such a fucking asshole i wonder why <laughs> he got burned and I, he's really bro like, uh, i get it and this is also why a lot of people when they start out with businesses they give up so soon because yeah. they're just like dude this is so much harder than just working a nine-to-five like it's people, i'd rather yeah. just show up and fucking you know work my job and go home and hate my fucking life and then worry if my wife's sleeping with a neighbor you know what I mean? Like it's that I fucking, I can't, I will never go back to that life. There is no fucking plan B. There is no, no. plan B. And that's <clears throat> as far as like you and I, I think we've both experienced this and we both are like, this is so rewarding, even though, you know, I will work 12 to 14 hour days. Right. Yeah. But, we thought we were going to work less oh, owning man. a business. No, you work. You get to do whatever you want. Double that. Double yeah. whatever. And it, but I was already working 12 hour shifts. <laughs> I didn't work like, a six or a nine hour shift. But I want to say that there's no, it's not the way it's not the way for everybody. There are some no. people that are great at entrepreneur, which is 
being the best employee. Right. But you have to find that environment yeah. that you can grow in. Yeah. There's, and if you're unhappy in your situation, do something about it. Change it. Like you can't just. The world still needs chefs. Yeah. And there might be people that just love cooking. Well, then. Then do cook, that. Be, be the, the best, best fucking cook there is, Hell dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's, I love that. Yeah. That's, that's fucking. Dude, everyone loves fucking food. And that's one of those trades where it's like. I love food way too much. Well, it's like just like gas, food. Like all people can't live without that shit. Or you might invent something that we didn't know that we had we couldn't live without. And now we're like, dude, I, I want that. Yeah. Because who made the first podcast? Oh, See, fuck. we don't even know, but no, everyone's no, no, like, no. we should do a podcast. There and was, so here we are. Yeah, I remember I was listening. To, I was listening to a podcast. They're talking about podcast. <laughs> it's podcast inception. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were talking about how they were. God, who was it? There, and it was. I think it was Joe Rogan because he was. He was. Tor- he was towards the beginning. When if you if you were listening to him, you had to have I want to say like an a, a an iPod or something, but it was very like ground roots at that point. But no, it's yeah. You just if you see a need, fill it, and Do if it. you if it brings you joy and you can you know have an income that you can survive off of, fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I mean, here's another thing I wanted to just kind of point out. Uh, we have we have a pretty big reach, you know, given the amount of time that we've been, you know, a business, right? Um, I've never taken a marketing class. I've never taken a business class. I've never gone to college. I graduated with a GED. Um, I'm not a, I still to this day don't consider myself a successful person. You're so successful. I, I have... I have made goals and I have reached those goals and exceeded some. And every single time I do that, I come up with new ones. So if I can fucking do it, dude, from some kid that was addicted to cocaine and had no goals other than uh, trying to impress women and racing streets, street cars. um, Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) I think anyone can do it. Especially if you have some form of just, fucking brain i didn't i didn't have any brain without you know my wife by my side i i don't think i could have done this shit you know she handles all of the the back office stuff and you know the website developing and i just tell her what i want and she and she she does it and she's fucking amazing with it like ben didn't have that ben did that by himself and i I really look up to that i still do it you still do it by yourself so and, I, and that's admirable wants to be a part of it <laughs> <laughs> hit up ben at yeah, Havoc Holsters. I, yeah i need part-time help yeah ben needs help um we're, we're getting to that point you know where where we may need some part-time help as well um with the production side of things because like i said there's multiple moving parts um you know i i do a lot of the the coordinating and networking for events and stuff like that and obviously the content and stuff yeah. Um, I, you know, we have a few friends that do content for us or, or we do it ourselves. Um, I enjoy editing. I enjoy directing and creating storyboards and stuff like that, which a lot of our videos have been done by me that way. Obviously the filming can't be done by me when I'm acting in them. Um, and a lot of those are just more for entertainment, uh, yeah. but also to, to connect with people. Those are obviously LARPing videos, but they, um, People, they resonate with people. 
They really do. There's a lot of people that are like, man, I fucking love that video because of this or that. And It's like, why do you go watch John Wick? Why? John it's Wick is all cool. fucking fake. It's yeah, all fake. But it's cool. Keanu Reeves is a cool-ass fucking dude in real life, too. Would you imagine that? <laughs> Would you imagine that? Look at that. Look at this fucking nerd LARPing over here. Oh, look. He's a normal human being. Yeah. And you can have a conversation with him. That's me. Um, and and so is Ben, dude. Uh, like I said, Ben has military experience. I'm a civilian. I've always been a civilian. Um, the The gun world is an interesting world. The two-way world is an interesting world. However, I think that there's a lot of things. Uh, just before we wrap it up, I just wanted to mention a couple more things. Uh, there's a lot of things within the the world that are happening right now, and we do plan on touching on a lot of those things. We do plan on having a lot of people on to, to speak about some things that we don't have a lot of knowledge on uh, to share with you guys. I, I There's too much to talk about in just one podcast, so there's definitely going to be a lot more. Um, I, I think we're going to talk about obviously a lot of hot topics that are going on, uh, within the world and within the United States. Uh, but if I could recommend one thing before we head out of here is to once again, question everything, uh, just because your friend sent it to you doesn't mean that it's real. Um, there's a lot of propaganda going on. And I think that our traditional values as, uh, men, and women, when we know that there's a difference between a man and a woman, um, our uh, natural way of life is under attack. And uh, if you can comprehend that and you understand what I'm saying, that within the United States, we have our own problems. Um, this is definitely going to be a podcast for you. 100%. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Ben? Anything nope. you want? No, I am <clears throat> ready for the next podcast when we do that. Okay. Okay, we're gonna have we have a lot of subjects. This was more of just kind of an introductory. Um, this is also the first like podcast we've done. Yep. So um, this is new to us. I'm sure we'll be a lot more talkative. There'll be a lot more like interesting things to talk about. You'll get to learn more about our personalities and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's also been a really fucking long day. It is 10 p.m. right now. Yeah, I know we've shot video and I worked on holsters and we were printing dropped, and yeah and I dropped off stuff and then we did some photos and videos and it's been a very productive day since I, I've been up since six o'clock so yeah it's been a long day um but yeah we're gonna talk about some hood rat shit we're gonna talk about the world we're gonna talk about the United States we talk about families talk about everything um, so once again, if you want to support us apart from the podcast, you can find Ben at Havoc Holsters on social media. Is there any other platform that you're, is it different anywhere? No, it's Facebook and Instagram. And then I've been kind of dabbling in TikTok, but. And your website is HavocHolsters.com. Yeah. Com. Okay. And obviously, if you have heard of me and what we've done, um, Operational Industries LLC uh, or OperationalIndustries.com, um, at Operational Industries, uh, all one word, no punctuation or abbreviation of any kind, um, on Instagram and TikTok. Yes, we use the Tiki Taki. Amen. The kids love it. Feed the beast. <laughs> Feed the beast. Uh, yeah, we tried it. And actually, it's it's people are interested in TikTok. So that's, that's where we put a lot of our short videos. Anyways, all right. Love you long time. And until next time, we'll see you later. <laughs>